This is episode 48 for Tuesday, May 17th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we'll be covering style 28B, mixed fermentation sour beer. Bienvenidos a Bruce Styles. Welcome to Bruce Styles. My name is Eddie, and together with Chris, Travis, and Sawyer, we take on the role of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode Check out our photo gallery and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Hey guys. Hey. What's up? Hello. Nice to see you back, Sawyer. I'm Bach. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hola. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Hello again. <laughs> How are you, young lady? I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. We arrived here together. I'm Thanks, good. Sawyer. You're welcome. <laughs> Weird. He oh, we're talking about Sawyer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we got the real Sawyer back and we got the fake Sawyer back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yep. <laughs> too many Sawyers. That's You can never have too many. I don't think I could do his laugh, though. <laughs> Two <laughs> <laughs> different pitches. Nice. Yeah, we should make it into like we did discover. I could do the wheezy laugh though. Last time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what he does on his spare time. That's how you know I get. I'm like really drunk. Is when I start wheezing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's been going on? How have you guys been? Uh, pretty good good yeah good anything new uh i've been playing more jazz tuba um uh, might be playing at dr jekyll's on the 28th that's cool yeah i'm, I'm excited for that i'd love so, to make i'll it let up. you know when it's finalized cool so it'll be fun it'll be house bone so nice nice yeah there's some, uh, that's a place we want to record it right yes at some point yes want to feature the dr jekyll guys i think that'd be fun that would be fun definitely um, dr jekyll himself and uh, the owner, his daughter, just to hmm. see what's up. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Maybe you could play trombone for a little bit and then stop and record a segment and then pick back up and play some more. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Actually, it'd be pretty cool. Even though yeah. I'm not playing trombone. Tuba. I'm playing the tuba. tuba. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's house tube bone. Well, no. Okay, so well, how to what? The reason it's called uh. house bone is because the trombone player, his name is Dennis Klophouse, <clears throat> hence house bone. Okay, and he's the leader of the band. So, okay. oh, there's not more to that story. No, yeah, I, was waiting for I know. I thought there was that's, more. I was waiting. That's about it. Oh, okay. and then yeah. he found twenty dollars. Thanks for sharing. So <laughs> that'll be sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Yes. Well, between Chris and I, we visited three new breweries this weekend. Yes. Nice. Ah, that's right. Yeah. How'd it go? It was good. We had a little um, going away get together for Sir Carr since he's moving up to South Dakota. He's right. leaving today, actually. So. Oh, wow. Uh, that's right. Uh, we drove up to the Sherman Denison area where he and I 
grew up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to hit 903 in Sherman, but they were having a, a special three-year anniversary thing. They didn't open till 5, and I had to be back here in Arlington at uh, like 3.30, so we couldn't right. hit that up. So we went to Denison and, and went to Ivanhoe. <laughs> Cool. Which uh, they had a really cool place. That it's like an old we did theater. Not check the explicit box. Careful there. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was like a really old theater, brick building, concrete floors. You know, the the, the ambiance was really cool. I I, I really like that place. Nice. And the Denison? beer was pretty good. You said in Denison. Yeah, they only had four things on uh, a blonde, which they put a cherry in, which was interesting. Okay, didn't really affect much of the flavor of the beer until you got to the bottom of the glass where the cherry had been sitting for, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. then they had an Amber Bach style beer. I don't know if it was actually a Bach, but they called it an Amber Bach style. Mm-hmm. Um, then an IPA and a Imperial Stout. So, nice. you know, pretty decent selection. It was pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was a nice cool. place. That's cool. And it was actually, uh, they share with a winery. I think the winery actually came first. And then they opened up the brewery along with it. So you, when you go in, you spend 10 bucks and you buy a wristband to get you uh, three or four drinks, I don't remember. And you can either get beer from the brewery right there, or you can go through a door to where the winery is and you can get a glass of wine too. So Damn. we had a little bit of everything. It was pretty good. Nice, nice place. Yeah, Very cool. So what's the name of the, the story behind the name, Ivanhoe? Uh, the brewery, their vineyard is in Ivanhoe, Texas. Ah, okay. And so... Um, I think that's where it is. It, it's kind of weird. They had they have a, a winery, I think, in Ivanhoe. Maybe the grapevine is in Denison. I, okay. Frado knows more about it than I did because he kind of looked up to it. Because when he looked it up, because when he called them, they answered the phone as the winery, and he's oh. like, "I'm trying to get hours for Ivanhoe," and they're like, "Ivanhoe Ale Works." Yes, <laughs> like they were, like he was asking for hours for Ivanhoe the town. Right, right, right. But anyway, so it was a little bit confusing. Okay, but anyway, cool place. Cool. So if you drink a beer right at the door that separates the two, would that technically be a barley wine? It'd be nice if it worked that way, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. You do that for your own joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the power. Well, so, I went out to two new places in Dallas. Yeah. I went to a, a really little brew pub called Small Brew Pub. Oh. Was it small? Yeah, it was. It was about was the size it? of a garage. Okay. That's cool. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Fairly small, but they had uh, six things on, so I got a flight of those and tried them all. IPA was definitely the best. Very good. They had uh, other things on, too. Uh, I think that they've been open since 2014, so maybe a year and a half. Okay. Um, but it's kind of... Just one of those places that you, well, since we don't live next to next to anything in Dallas, then mm-hmm. you really have to make a point to go out there. And so it was nice. I'm glad I went. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I wouldn't, probably wouldn't make a point to head out there unless I'm in the area. I was like, oh, let's pop on in here. Right. So there's that. And then I went over to On Rotation, which is also a, a small, they're not a brew pub. They don't brew, they have their own food, but they, I think it's a brew pub license. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then they had two things on tap. Was one of them the Rotator Series? I think everything is the Rotator Series. There. <laughs> they have 40 taps, and then typically oh, wow. the first three are going to be theirs. Um, number two had blown by the time I got there, so mm. I tried one and three, and then a few other things from local guys. 
And then uh, they tossed on another one right before I left, so I tried that also. So two nice places, just kind of wanted to check them off my list. Uh, that's my goal for this summer is to visit every brewery in DFW. <laughs> so All right. Holy have, cow. Have fun with that. Yeah. There's going to be a few <laughs> Saturdays where I have two and I have to knock out two in a day. But I'm only down to maybe nine or eight left that I haven't been to. Wow. I'm way behind that. I was going to say, I'm sure you've got a spreadsheet going, you know. Uh, I've been to Roar. Distances. That's and it. <laughs> I've been to Martin House and Division. That's it. Wow. No, wait, no. Deep Elm too. Sorry. JK. Deep Elm too. So three. Nice. I don't know. I haven't kept track of it. Whatever. <laughs> and there's more opening all the time, so that makes it more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And they're all open at the same time on a Saturday. Well, some places have weekend or weekday hours. Oh, yes. But Division's open, what, Thursday night? Yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday night? Martin House is open right. on Thursday as well, I yeah, think. Okay. Well, there you go. So, no, 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 no. Well, anyway, um, so what are we drinking? Right now? Uh, yeah. Uh, so what, what are you drinking, Sawyer? I'm drinking the Baru Blonde. It's still on. I'm surprised. I've been drinking a lot of it. Mm. I'm of course, every time I say it's going to blow any day now, it doesn't for like a week. Yeah, but then you said it, and then Eddie blew the last two kegs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> blow the last two. <laughs> it's the first time I'd ever blown one of your kegs. Yeah. You're welcome. I notice that happens a lot also, that I pick up the keg that's been on there for a month, and I'm like, okay, it's getting pretty light. Here's the last one. Nope. Here's the last one. Nope. And then people come over, and all of a sudden, it's the last one, and then you're out of beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, But I've got um, my wife's banana nut bread. Brown. That's right. that's, I haven't kegged it yet, but it's it's oh. been it's been cold crashing. So whenever something blows, it's ready to go in. Yeah. All right, so let's make that blind blow today. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> careful. That. We didn't check these. <laughs> oh man! But we ain't gonna curse because explicit box we did not click. I did not think of it that way <laughs> when I said that. Nice. My bad. Well, I'm not blonde, so anyway, um, wow. I I'm also having the uh, boo boo blonde. What? And, uh, what? <laughs> he likes to make up names for my beers. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Boo boo blonde. <laughs> and uh, I think everyone except my wife. What? What are you having? Oh, um, Angry Orchard Green Apple. Nice. It's delicious. Yay! She liked it. So. Mm. Yeah. And um, thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for subscribing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had to study the run sheet. It's like. What, what, what's next? We have, have a, we have a run sheet? <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's more of a walk sheet. Oh, okay. You know. I like to jog. Yes. My sit sheet. Thank you to the listeners and <laughs> reminders to subscribers. Yes. Reminders to uh, subscribers. Subscribe. We, we, yeah. we appreciate you guys that have subscribed. And uh, if you're listening and you haven't subscribed, go ahead and click that button. Do it now. Uh, you know, uh, well... We would love for you to click that button. Yeah. You don't have to do what I say. Yeah. Do what you want. It's your life. You stayed with us for 48, epi- 48 episodes. We've got a few things really exciting coming up for episode 50. And then for a one year, it'll be, holy crap, one year for 52 yeah. weeks. So definitely look out uh, for those episodes coming up soon. Yeah. What, we do, are we, have we said what we're doing for the 50th? I don't think we've announced it yet. Okay. Let's leave it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Outtakes. What? No. Uh, oh. No. Is that our century episode? That'd be cool. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks, guys, again. All right. Yeah, you're welcome. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Um, I do believe that we are talking about Style 28B. Bye. 
by the Mixed Fermentation Sour Beer. That's what it says. Our very first, well, I guess Goza was a, technically a sour, but a sour. we are getting into the hardcore sours this time. Yeah, it's, it's super sour. <laughs> by the way, I just remembered... I had some extra wort left over from my wife's banana nut bread brown, so uh-huh. I put it in a Carla Rossi jug and left it uncovered, and that thing exploded. Like, it foamed out the top of the, the jug and everything. Wow. So, I'd be... And it smells pretty rank. Oh. <laughs> so, I'll leave that for a while, and then, you know, eventually I'll pitch some regular... Well, maybe I won't pitch some regular yeast. I don't know. Regular? Regular. Regular. Some yogurt least. Pitch that into just another small batch of something and see what happens. Yeah. I'm going to leave that there, and then the next time I brew something, maybe I'll I'll do a party guile or something, pull oh. some extra wort off and uh, dump it in that plastic fermenter that I bought specifically for sours. Because yeah. after I did my Berliner Weiss, I didn't clean it. I just kind of rinsed it out. I wonder what this would taste like as a sour. You're a <laughs> Too many hops. Blonde. Yeah. Too much hops. The hops will completely kill. Oh, if, Like if right. I try to put that's lacto... Right. That Berliner Weiss I did, I did like one hop pellet mm. just to say it had hops in it. Yeah. Mm. Some people will just like wave the hop bag over the boil. <laughs> what? As a joke. Yeah. And just not even put any hops in it. Lol. <clears throat> but anyway. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> Sorry, we'll get to side the... Note there. No, uh, it's cool. Uh, we're going to get onto the style guidelines. We're actually going to taste that later in the episode, so stay tuned for that one. We're going to taste the style guidelines? No, his nasty brown. Oh, okay. Nasty Are we? Brown. Are we? <laughs> oh, we can. As long as we don't die. We might. What? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. The overall impression. A sour and or funky version of a base style of beer. That's what it says. That's it. There's got to be more to it than that. That's No. It's even in the new style guideline app. Yep. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Aroma. Variable by base style, the contribution of non-saccharomyces microbes should be noticeable to strong and often contribute a sour and or funky wild note. The best examples will display a range of aromatics rather than a single dominant character. The aroma should be inviting, not harsh, or unpleasant. So not rank. Basically. It's going to smell nice. Uh, the appearance, variable by base style. Clarity can be variable. Some haze is not a fault. Head retention can be poor due to high levels of acid or anti-foam properties of some uh, lactobacillus strains. Flavor, variable by base style again. So basically everything is variable by base style. Uh, uh, except for the mouthfeel. Nope. Nope. The mouthfeel is also oh, there it is. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was reading the comments. Never mind. It didn't start out with variable by base style, so... I just automatically assumed. Okay. Uh, okay, flavor. Again, variable by base style. <laughs> Look for an agreeable balance between the base beer and the fermentation character. A range of results is possible from fairly high acidity funk to a subtle, pleasant, harmonious beer. That's a fun word to say, harmonious. The best examples are pleasurable to drink with the esters and phenols complementing the malt and or hops. The wild character can be prominent, but does not need to be dominating in a style with an otherwise strong malt slash hop profile. Acidity should be firm yet enjoyable, but should not be biting or vinegary. Prominent or objectionable slash offensive acetic acid is a fault. 
bitterness tends to be low, especially as sourness increases. Increasing sourness. That sounds fun. Hmm. Mouthfeel. You guessed it. Variable by base style. (laughs) Generally a light body, almost always lighter than what might be expected from the base style. Generally moderate to high carbonation, although often lower in higher alcohol examples. And style comparison, just for the heck of it, a sour and or funky version of a base style. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. Wow. I had no idea. So there are your uh, style guidelines. Read through the characteristic ingredients. Okay, sure. There's a lot of big words for you. Oh, thank you. This is going to be fun. Can I get drunk first and then read this? (laughs) Virtually any style of beer, usually fermented by lactobacillus and or... Uh, pediococcus? Yep. Aha. Often in conjunction with Saccharomyces and or Retinomyces. Can also be a blend of styles. Wood or barrel aging is very common but not required. Required? Required. Required. (laughs) All right. Cool. Drop the mic. Please don't. Well, I, I can't because it's on. It's history, yeah, and a hat. Double H, oh, it's yeah. history, yeah, and a hat. Oh it's great, All it's right. history, yeah, and a hat. Hooray, it's history, yeah, and a hat. Today. <laughs> Ooh, a live one, nice. <laughs> yes, that's right. It, we are uh, back with another round of everyone's favorite history game show, History in a Hat. But not history trivia because that's. Oh. That's Sawyer's thing. Yeah, that's Sawyer's yeah. thing. Mine, mine's different. So. If you like that one better, then this is your second favorite history game show on our it's podcast. It's a game show for just reading. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I did, did a little research on this topic. So. Just a little bit. You yeah. know, we got a, oh my gosh, we got a lot to go through. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a, a thick packet. A, yeah. a little bit of a lot. But in case, uh, it has been a while since we've done this. <laughs> Inside my hat, which is the the medium clean hat. Okay. What's your ballpark hat? You, no. your valet hat? It was one of them. But it's one of the newer ones, so I didn't sweat it as much. Oh. But inside, it's I do have, lightly sweated. I have, yeah. So you can't touch his hat. And you get you diseases. might get syphilis or something. <laughs> or gonorrhea. Or Lactobacillus. Or pediococcus. Brettanomyces. Saccharomyces. Inside my hat, I do have four pieces of paper. There are no tips, but there are four tidbits that we're going to discuss to reveal the exciting history of the... Mixed fermentation sour beer. All right. Okay. Let's get started. I'm Fufu up first. <laughs> Yay. By, by the way, it's un, a U-N. Oh. It's un-fufu. okay. Sounds the same. Yeah. <laughs> Alliteration. So do I yeah. read it? Yes. Okay. There are about as many ways to go about souring a beer as there are to skin a cat. Oh. Well, that's I nice to no know. Yeah. I thought he liked cats. There's more than one way to skin a cat. And there's more than one way to sour a beer. Let's talk about all of them. There's kettle souring, mm-hmm. which is souring that happens prior to fermentation. You can also add pure strains of the desired souring bacteria or yeast uh, to ferment or after fermentation. You can ferment with raw fruit, utilizing the microbes naturally occurring on the skin. You can use barrel aging to pull the bacteria from inoculated wood. So all of these are just different ways to do. And there's also something called the cool ship. Often you call me? anglicized to cool ship. An enormous copper-lined pan in the brewery's attic, typically, used for chilling worked, unfermented beer. So this is truly spontaneous. And I watched a lot of videos on this this morning. It was really exciting. So there's a lot of places that do this now. It's basically, I mean, it looks like a giant empty sandbox. And then they'll brew a beer, 
pour the hot wort in there, and then they'll open up a window next to it. It's to the open, outside. Open fermentation. Right? Open fermentation. Yeah. Completely. There's no no lid, nothing. And then so all the steam rises up and then hits all the wood that's in the ceiling. Or there's a, like Jester King would put a bunch of barrels next to it, and so all the the steam would hit that, and then it would get in the wood and then condense and drop back down into it, bringing any kind of microbes or bacteria or anything that's in the wood. And then it cools overnight. They open up the windows so that anything that wafts in, the yeast or just whatever's floating in the air, that is what they use to ferment it. And then they move that to a barrel and then let it sit for a long time. Hmm. It ferments on its own. Really cool. Wasn't there a story, I think it was actually Jester King, where they either moved breweries or, or got a new one or something and... The, the room that they put their open fermentator in, uh, whatever, like you said, the rafters, the wooden rafters and stuff, that was all different, and so they could not duplicate the beers that, that they were brewing. I remember reading or hearing about that yeah. somewhere. Uh, I think that was on uh, Come and Brew It. Okay, maybe it was. I don't could remember. have been. As far as I can tell, Jester King is on the third cool ship. Their first one was like a little plastic tub that they stuck on the roof. You know, it's like a little tote you could hold. Mm. So quotations, cool ship. And then the second one was an actual one that they had, and that was in their barrel aging room. And then their newest one, uh, they actually built a room for that, which is in a different location. So that may be what you're maybe talking, that's what about. I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks really neat. They they've done experiments with other other people's cool ships. Like they'll brew a beer in Jester King and then package it up, send it off to Prairie, and then they would uh, ferment it there. And then same thing, Prairie did the, the same. It was like a, a road trip. Collaboration beer. and things. Really neat. So what? just out of curiosity, I don't, I'm not, I don't know how this works, but how, what stops it from, or I guess the idea is that the beer is going bad, right? But at the same time, you're controlling uh, something? Great what? question. Yeah. They, yeah, it's truly spontaneous, so you don't control what goes in there, what strains, you know, it could be the good strains, bad strains. But then what they'll do is they'll use blending. So then they'll make a new a new batch and then blend it with the old one. If they have one that tastes really amazing, then they'll use that, uh, use the majority of it if they have one that's really awful. And there's some things that they think they can blend out of it, then they'll blend it with some newer batches and then just you know let it sit until it's ready. Okay. Um, and so in that way, they can sort of control it, even though it's basically un, out of their control. Mm-hmm. But so how do they replicate that beer? That doesn't make any sense. You can sort of get that through blending batches over and over and over. But um, as far as like, you know, it, it would be similar to a wine vintage. So like the the t- uh, 2000 bottle of whatever wine maybe tastes a little different from the 2013 bottle of wine. Right. So same kind of thing works with that. It's not going to taste exactly the same every time. Yeah. Is there any yeah. way to to control a sour to make it taste like a certain way? You can do that with uh, using pure yeast cultures. So the yeah. ones that are truly spontaneous, those are that's just the wild yeah. yeast beer. Yeah, yeah we're just talking wild, wild fermentation yeah. Yeah, yeah, versus yeah. another kind of right. Okay, souring. Yep. So like a goza is gonna you could redo a goza. Right. Yeah, I mean if you if so. you just toss some lactobacillus or some Britannomyces in, you're you know, regular wort, then mm-hmm. you can you can do it that way too. Right, right, okay. That, oh, this one we're strictly talking wild, wild fermentation. Wild, okay, yeah. So to emphasize that, wild. Yeah, yep. this is all wild. 
And those are there's not many of those. Bruce Styles gone wild. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awkward. Sawyer, show me. Never mind. No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Moving on. No means no. <laughs> we'll reach towards the hat, not actually into touching. The history of sour beer is as old as the history of beer itself. That's right. <laughs> At one time, all beer was sour to some degree. Causes. Prior to the advent of refrigeration, before the advances in the science of fermentation in the mid-19th century, pre-modern sanitation practices, a lack of pure yeast cultures, and poor understanding of naturally occurring yeast and bacteria. So up until a certain point, every beer that was ever made had some level of sourness because there was just you know, no way to pinpoint what specific strain of yeast you wanted to use. You couldn't get any of the bad stuff out of it, so you just... You know, brewed something and then drank it as quick as you could until it went too sour. Um, and that was all the way up until, let's see, modern era brewing in the U.S. began in the late 1800s with commercial refrigeration, which happened in 1860, automatic bottling, pasteurization, which that one we're going to talk about, and railroad distribution. So Louis Pasteur in 1857 discovered the yeast's role in fermentation that led to brewers developing methods to prevent the souring of beers by undesirable microorganisms. Then in 1883, Emil Christian Hansen, he was one of the Hansen brothers, Bless you. managed to isolate a single cell of yeast in his lab in the Carlsberg Research Institute in Copenhagen. Yes, that Carlsberg. By serially diluting a solution, he got single cells of yeast that he then grew in sugar-rich wort. Give it time, then you've got a pure yeast culture. So that was what basically stopped the unintentional souring of beer at that point. And then it's kind of funny because sour beers today are intentionally soured with some degree of control. Mm. Well, wow. Next. I can't see. Oh, I got to test it. You might want to go to the doctor and get yourself. Oh, no. Man, just wiped it on Sawyer. Yeast and bacteria, yeast and bacteria are not the same thing. That's right. And I had to look up a lot of things on this because I've always been kind of unclear about where to draw the line between the two or if there was one. But that is true. Yeast and bacteria are not the same thing. Both are single-celled organisms that consume sugars, but that's basically where the similarities end. Yeast, by and large, eat sugar and produce alcohol in various esters and phenols and CO2. There's three main yeast strains. you got Saccharomyces cerevisiae. 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 Saccharomyces cerevisiae. That's the ale yeast, top fermenting, warmer uh, temperature fermenting yeast. I thought her name was Sarah Pollen. No. <laughs> then you have sac- Saccharomyces Pasteurinus. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Which is I don't know where they are, but which is the bottom fermenting bottom. Oh, that makes sense. So there are some uh, biologists having fun there when they name it. <laughs> anyway, so that yeah, you got your two parent categories: ale yeast and lager yeast. But then you also have something called Britannomyces, which is another yeast genus. So that is technically yeast, which uh, typically produces the wild flavors and aromas. Britannomyces also can break down and consume sugars that Saccharomyces finds unfermentable. So that's why if you have a beer that has Brett in it, then it's typically drier because it'll 
eat the stuff that regular yeast can't, and it'll uh, really ferment it down. In the wild, this lives on the skin of fruit, and the term Britannomyces comes from the Greek for British fungus. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. So that's yeast. Bacteria are different. Different bacteria will eat different substances and produce different things as a result. You've got acetobacter, which eat ethanol and produce acetic acid. Think vinegar and other esters. So you typically do not want that, that bacteria in your beer. But that's what causes the nasty, like, vinegary oh. um, notes that you would get. You have interbacter, which eat glucose and produce acetic and lactic acids and various esters and DMS. So that's also not one that you really want. And you've got something called lactobacillus, which those eat lactose and produce lactic acid and ethyl lactate, the same acid in kosher pickles and yogurt, as well as in your muscles when they're exhausted. It can produce fermentation when oxygen is not present. Lactobacillus is very good for sour beers. And then you've got pediococcus, which eat glucose and produce lactic acid, diacetyl, no CO2. Um, so lacto and, and pedio are pretty similar but they produce different off flavors. So some people say that the lacto is a cleaner sour, um, but others say that the, the PDO is a more intense sour, but then you've got some things that go with it. So a lot of times people will use both in tandem to get uh, both the good and try to minimize the bad between yeah. those. Interesting. So yeah, a lot of neat things that I learned between yeast and bacteria. It's a lot of information. And since we haven't really talked about sours, I needed to cover all this today. So... What is our final tip and tidbit? Wait, this is both? It's a joke. Oh. Uh, no, okay. Uh, European sours fit in well-defined categories, while American sours are all essentially specialty categories. Wow. Yes. And whenever we read through the style guidelines, and it was mentioned that everything is variable by base style, and that's what we're talking about with this one. So all the European sour, uh, sour categories are all very uh, very historical. They've been around for a long time, and they all have specific areas for characteristics, like they all have a certain color. They all have a certain flavor profile. Um, so, for example, you have the Berliner Weiss, Flanders Red, Odd Bruin, Lambic, Goose, Fruit Lambic, and then the historical one, the Goza, mm-hmm. which those are all uh, historical ones, very specific characteristics to go with those. The American ones are all basically a uh, a specialty category. So you've got the Brett beer, mixed fermentation sour, and then the wild specialty beer. So from the uh, the parent category, American wild, it says it's a uh, common use by craft brewers and home brewers. However, the word wild does not imply that these beers are necessarily spontaneously fermented. Rather, it indicates that they are influenced by microbes other than traditional brewer's yeast. This category is intended for a wide range of beers that do not fit traditional European sour wild styles. So that's why we have this one. So we're not going to get a Berliner Weiss in these. It's going to be some kind of mixture of different things. Uh, all the styles in this category are essentially specialty, uh, specialty beers where many creative interpretations are possible. So we're going to get a wide range of things today. We might see like a sour stout or a uh, sour wit beer, um, sour IPA. Heck, I don't know. But it's okay. uh, it's all variable based on the base style they choose, and then they sour it using one of their methods that they choose. Okay. And then there's that. So the uh, commercially available Belgian sour beers that came to the United States in the 1970s laying the groundwork for even tartar domestic beers. So that was kind of the first time we were introduced to it. 
Cantillon Brewery, founded in 1900, and uh, the Rodenbach Brewery in Belgium, established in 1836, was some of the first to come to America. And when they first shipped here, they were widely misunderstood. Um, in fact, a lot of people declared them infected and returned the entire bottles or entire case because they said these beers are awful. But then that's because we didn't know what a Lambic was supposed to taste like. Hmm. You said America. Yeah. There's a beer that's going to be named America this summer. Oh, my god! No, until the election season. But you said America, not America. That's cool. it's cool man so there was a lot to that it's history and a hat double h it's history and a hat it's great it's history and a hat hooray it's history and a hat today (laughs) (laughs) there's your history and it was not brief deal with it don't get sour about it that's a good one Time to drink some beer. We do need one. Yeah. Tis time. All right. I'm ready. Let's get to it. All righty. Well, we are back with the uh, La Petite Prince. Uh, this the is Tiny a, Prince? Yes. Uh, this is a farmhouse table beer at 2.9% ABV. So basically water. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Are we in Oklahoma? The ingredients. Hill Country well water, malted barley, malted wheat, hops, farmhouse yeast, native yeast, and souring bacteria from the Texas Hill Country. And this also contains wheat suitable for vegetarians and vegans. That's <laughs> what it says. Okay. <laughs> uh, the notes say... La Petite Prince is a dry, unspiced, highly attenuated table beer unique to our land in the Texas Hill Country. Native yeast and bacteria impart a sense of a, of place to this unfiltered, unpasteurized, 100% bottle-conditioned beer. Store cool and upright refrigerate, refrigerate minimum 24 hours before opening from the Jester King Brewery. It was refrigerated a minimum of 24 hours, by the way. So, last time we featured Jester King was in the Imperial Stout episode. And we and were not fans of it. Yeah, we had less than glowing remarks because it was kind of a sour stout. However, uh, now that we are having a sour episode, and this is what they're known for, is making sour beers, I'm uh, really glad that we decided to feature them again. I see you're wearing your Jester King shirt today. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and are you drinking out of a Jester King glass? No, this is a Prairie Aleworks oh, okay. Tiku. I brought it from home. Is that the same people that made the Van Damme? Uh, but we ain't gonna crush because explicit box would did not click. I think so. Careful. Right? Was it Jean Claude? Huh? What? What? Who? Prairie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't remember that beer. Anyway, yeah. so it's a pretty uh, hazy golden color. Yeah, I got the bottom. Yeah, I did too. Bottom. bottom. <laughs> I didn't get the bottom, and it's still hazy. It's, I got yeah, this is chunks. Yeah, I can't clear than a light lager. <laughs> yeah, everybody's is hazy except Eddie's. You no, can see you through his. You must got the top pour. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> no, I got second pour. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mine's Actually, you got third pour because I poured Travis. First. You also have the thinnest oh. glass too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that might make like a I don't really. 
smell a whole lot of sour. I do get some Saison character, though. Yeah. So yeah. that's the, yeah. the variable by base style. Yeah. There's a lot of Saison character in the aroma. Because we can't mm. forget that it's variable by base style. Yeah. They said it a lot of times. Can't so is it. it is it variable by base style? I believe it might be variable yeah. by base style. Just oh. maybe. Look, do you want me to check again? Yeah, please. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, about its variability of base styles. It's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, variable by base. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. For, thanks for that clarification. Not a bad aroma. does have maybe a little bit of like wildness to it. <laughs> describe, wild describe wildness. Uh, well, you're talking about like Saison elements, which I would also uh, refer to as, you know, could be like barn, barn or hay, or, but um, it's not necessarily overly funky. Yeah. But I do get a hint of just some outdoorsy mm-hmm. notes. It's got a, not spicy, but it's got like a, a little pepperiness, which is also a Saison character. Um, it smells clean. Like I walked into a clean room. It smells like mandarins. I didn't know what you said last week. Yeah, for one of them. <laughs> it tastes no, like water. Honestly, it really okay, does. Yeah, I do. I right? Think, yeah. You smell it and it smells like it. Like the sourness of the mandarin. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I, I, tartness, it, yeah, tartness. There you see, go. I don't really get any sour. Maybe a hint of tartness, but it's not really, it's not really there. This tastes like carbonated water to me. Hmm. I bet this is Brett, Brettanomyces in it, because yeah, it's not necessarily kind of sour or tart, but you do get some of the just kind of like, yeah, funky notes. Well, and on the <laughs> on the label it says just souring bacteria. So. I think it, it. I understand the the prince's face now. He looks kind of sad. Like mm. the beer was just like it was just. <laughs> I've had some really good Jester King beers, but the two that we've had now on the podcast, we've both been like. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, I don't get a, I don't get saison in the taste, but it, I get more saison than sour. And it's it is kind of funky, so I I would agree with Travis on the yeah, Brett. I don't get tart. I get some. A little bit of sour, just barely. You want to taste it? Um, but do did we mention what uh uh strain is used in this one? Yes. Oh, sorry. I don't know. It no, it's okay. Uh, it says a farmhouse yeast, native yeast, and souring bacteria from the Texas Hill Country. That's all it said. So it's just a wild, yeah. Yeast. Yeah, I know whenever they um, identified their yeast that they wanted, they had basically just kind of sat some uh, wort outside and then found something and then sent that off to a lab and then identified what strain they wanted. And I think they blended that with a, uh, a French farmhouse yeast also to make kind of their own house strain. Okay. Well, I, I was kind of afraid of getting some kind of a alcohol taste out of it. I mean, obviously with a 2.9, I didn't get any. No, you really don't. Um, it tastes really flat. Like, it's like lacking something. Yeah. Something's missing. Thin mouthfeel, for sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, you get a pretty pronounced dryness towards the end. There's not really much to it, so I'd say it's like a high poundability. Just psh, it's gone. Yeah, oh, since you mentioned poundability. Five poundability rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it like an eight. <laughs> Yeah, pretty easy. Eight or nine, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Nine? It just Probably. tastes like dirty water. Let's test that out. I guess that's why they call it a table beer, because it's one you can just 
you know, it's sessionable. You can drink a lot of it, just have it out. Um, nothing that's going to blow your socks off with crazy flavors or anything, but right. um, would certainly be an easy drink during a hot day. Hmm. Yeah, and, you know, the low alcohol makes it, you know, you can pound a bunch of them and not be affected at all. Yeah. This one is on the BGCP list also for commercial examples, right. by the way. <clears throat> Interesting. I guess that's a good example. I mean, it's it's got the... We don't have anything to compare it to yet. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's got the the sourness. It just just barely, but it's there. Um, to the guidelines want a pleasant, harmonious beer. So a marriage between the souring agents and the base style. Does it say what base style it is? Two uh, percent, so it's going to be like a base style would be the saison. Just but, a, I mean, if it, I was wondering if it said it on here. Well, the farmhouse ale yeast. That's right. Make it a saison. Yeah. So, I mean, I we did get saison out of it. So, the more I drink it, the better I like it. I'm starting to get some uh, citrus notes, like lemony. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that as an aftertaste now. Just kind of, just kind of there. Yeah, I just whenever I think sour or wild fermentation, or I just expect it a little bit more. Yeah, I which agree. I know we're gonna get out of the other petite that we have. Yeah, we're gonna save that one for the end. What's, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the, I don't know. Maybe we'll have some different different things to compare to, but this one I don't get hardly any sourness out of. Yeah, when anytime you, see, you guys say sour, I, I expect something like the Jacobin. Uh, which I know is a different kind of sour. Yeah, that's uh, a uh, Flanders Red, right? So it, that's that's kind of what I expect. Sour. Oh my gosh! Me too. I can't wait to do the episode. I'm gonna buy like three bottles of that, and I'm gonna have yeah. one, and y'all can split the other one. You okay. know, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I'll buy my own then. I don't know that I would buy this one again. It's just, not, it's not enough for me. Yeah. Overall. So, all right. I think I look like the guy on the bottle. Just kind of upset. <laughs> Me. All right. So, what's next? Sorry, Jester King. Third time's a charm. All right. We're headed up north to Dexter, Michigan, and we are welcoming in a new brewery to our podcast today. Welcome. That would be Jolly Pumpkin. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I was holding for applause. And then, <laughs> and then, sorry, Jolly Pumpkin. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. <sighs> But uh, we have, and th- this beer is also on the BJCP commercial example list. See, it is the Calabaza Blanca. Why are you so nasally every time <laughs> yeah. that you say something in Spanish? An artisan white ale. On the side, it says uh, Calabaza Blanca, an artisan white ale, <laughs> brewed in Belgium's Biere Blanche tradition, spiced with orange peel and coriander. You'll find it refreshingly mm. tart with a wonderfully dry finish. A year-round favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. So this one is basically going to be like a sour wit beer. Didn't we eat coriander yeah. that one time? Yeah. We, did yeah. we eat it or smell it? We ate some. Oh, we did eat some. Yeah, yeah. Your seed, or my seeds in your mouth. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the sound of, of Chris eating my seed. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, eating, Eddie, uh, Eddie eating yeah. my seed. That's right. Um, very similar color to the last one. Uh, golden. Very hazy. Yeah. I got the bottom this time. Yeah. Mine's hazy, too. All these are bottle conditioned. I've got some. Uh, yeast sediment in the bottom. Bottom. But, uh, it, this had a very large head response. It took a long time to <laughs> yeah. to pour it. 
between our four glasses. The aroma. I've, I've actually grown gray hairs as we waited. My God, that aroma. I won't tell you where. Uh, anyway. Mm. <laughs> the aroma is very tart. Lots of coriander and orange peel. Yeah, I get aroma. citrus. Smell Eddie's rim. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll pass. Yeah, you definitely pick up the tartness on the aroma for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's mm. making my mouth water. Like Me when too. somebody starts mm. talking about warheads, mm-hmm. and your mouth starts watering because you know that <laughs> warheads. Yeah, because you got a definite fruit note to it mm-hmm. also. Yeah, so it's like a, a sweet sour candy that you're about to enjoy. Definitely get a lot of the Belgian wit character in the, in the flavor. And then the, the tartness just kind of puckers you right at the end. Yeah, first sip, I got the, the corner of the cheek tingle. Yeah, me oh, too. So mine was at the end on the finish. I actually got, I, got I didn't get any tingle. Uh, it, well, you don't well have this one beer. actually is sour yeah. at the end. I, I don't See? know. That, that's uh-huh. kind of weird. I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, the I first one do. wasn't. This one does. But it has a good yeah. aftertaste. It doesn't taste bad. The, yeah. For me, the, the beginning is all Belgian wet, you know, citrus, coriander, right. and then the sourness <laughs> is just like a punch right at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. It's uh, pretty good. I like this mm. one. It's refreshing. Yeah. Was yeah. the alcohol on it? 18.5. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> it's pretty low, isn't it? I don't know if it... Yeah, I feel like this one was... Less than 5% also. It doesn't say in the label, but I looked it up earlier. Untapped says 4.8. Okay. So then I would be correct. This one was bottled in January of last year. Oh, wow. So it's a year and even older than five months old. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah? Very refreshing. It's tart enough for you to know that it's a sour, but not so tart that you have to sip it mm-hmm. like you do with the Yakamans. Oh, yeah, kind of like a, a lemonade <laughs> yeah. tartness that's refreshing well, and welcoming. Maybe more of a limeade in okay. my mind because I think limeade's a little tarter. Wait, lemon's like just cherry kinda, limeade? No. Or but you know the difference? You have a limeade and a lemonade. One, I think the lemonade's sweeter. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The limeade is a little more tart. Yeah. I like lime. I do too. That's why I put it in my colch. Ooh, there's one that could be a sour. Mm. There we go. Take my lemon lime colch and sour it. That'd be pretty good. Dump that brown mix in there and see what happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I think I'll add in a little bit of yeast. Oh. Yeast Uh-oh. bottom Uh-oh. to my glass. Uh oh. I think the only th- the only thing I don't enjoy. Uh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I don't enjoy about this is a carbonation. It's like the really really thin uh, bubbles. It. Tiny bubbles? Yeah, it's super <laughs> tiny bubbles. Where's Fratto? <laughs> well, it has a lot more than the first one. The first one was really flat. Well, yeah, but the, it's just the the consistency of these is different. I, I don't, I'm not Ooh. a big fan. It's not like a Coca-Cola Ooh. kind of carbonation. Take a sip and let it sit there for a minute. Let it sit on your tongue. The, the sourness gets really prominent. Take some bottom. It makes longer, it even sour. The longer you let it sit, the more sour it gets. Take some bottom. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Get that bottom, Eddie. Mm. You want some, sir? You want some bottom? Eddie's bottom? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're going to smell Eddie's wood. <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Fratto. Hey, we were wondering where you were. 
See, I think with the like yeast mixture at the bottom, it makes it even more mm. sour. I wonder what settled down to the bottom. If it's some of the wit stuff, or if it's all. I don't know. I like this beer. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. It has been proclaimed. It. The sourness isn't changing for me much. After the bottom, yeah, hmm. it's about the same. Yeah. Did you let it sit on your tongue for a oh, minute? A long time. That's why I was when you asked me if I wanted the bottom. I was like, Oh, I, I, just, I had some in my mouth. <laughs> he had some bottom in his mouth. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> another drop. Amari's going to be a recurring character from now mm-hmm. on. <laughs> yep. She was hoping she would be. <laughs> I know. I saw it. I was like, "What? I'm not included today." That's so sad. <laughs> I like this one. I do too. I, you know, pleasant. The, the other petite that we're gonna have later is like super sour, and then the Jakobins is super sour. But if I want something that I can just kind of drink on that's not over the top, this is definitely yeah. wanted something like. The, oh, you're fired. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to uninvite yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. No, this is good. I like it. I think the wheat beers um, serve really well as a base style for sours. Yeah. Traditionally, most of them were yeah. wheat beers. Because yeah. honestly... Uh, Until you start talking about like the Ode Brune and the, the Flanders Reds and, you know... Like, Saison's, I like just as a Saison. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of those being turned or mixed into something else. It, I don't know. I'm fine with it. Like I said, I'm fine with it by itself. Uh, but once it gets mixed, it, it's, uh, what have know. you had other sour saisons than the Jester King? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. He had a Hatch Chili saison last week. Yeah, and I was like it. sour though. Huh? It wasn't sour though. No, no, it wasn't sour. But, but it's still a saison. Yeah, and, and he didn't like it. I I didn't. Yeah. I just, I've and that's not just yours. It's most of the other saisons I've had that are like infused with something else. That's, he doesn't like your Hatch Chili. I'd, it'd been really good. It would have been good in something else. Not, not a saison. Just not a saison. Mm. Yeah. I drink it every day. Because <laughs> I have five gallons and a half, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it's good. actually pretty good. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought I liked it. It's actually pretty good. But this is a great drinking beer. If I had five gallons of this, I'd be perfectly happy with it. Five gallon ability right Eight. Really? Yeah. I, I would go down just because the sourness is a little bit more prominent. I'd say maybe a six. I'd say four. Ooh, dang. Not because it's bad. It tastes good. It's just it's sour. Mm-hmm. Sour. I think I'm at a six, too. Six Refreshing. Two? Like 6.2? Yeah, 6.2. <laughs> Refreshing, but but yeah. The, three, one, four. Sourness kind of cuts back on the chuggability. Pie. Uh, I'll go with a seven. Well, I seven. like pie. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, Sawyer. You're welcome. That's your fun fact for today. I'm gonna get the hiccup in there before. <laughs> I like pie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, uh, what do we have next? Because I'm, I'm ready to try some Burr. something. Something. Some so you didn't get, get that lean part. That was some hard. Stuff. <laughs> Okay. So we're back. 
And uh, no, no, <laughs> we're Bach. No, we're back. Yeah. But I'm Mozart. My Bach. Speaking of my Bach, I finally found the Franconia. <laughs> oh, finally. the weekend yeah. after. Yeah. Wow. So next time, let's do it the last week of March. What? Or May? May. March Bach. <laughs> 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 kind of sounds Star Wars related. Okay. So I'm not a merry man. <laughs> Anyway, continue. So I've got the uh, Prairie Artisan, or the Funky Gold Simcoe by Prairie Artisan Ales. Uh, I'm assuming the artisan comes from the artwork on this paper, which is really weird. doesn't remind me of a sour at all. But anyway. Prairie um, Artisan is the brewery, but okay. Yeah, I know. I know how because they craft so. beers. Anyway, so. So uh, there's stuff on... <laughs> They're uh, brewed and bottled by the Krebs Brewing Company in Krebs, Oklahoma. <laughs> Krebs, not crabs. For <laughs> those Krebs. of you listening at home, yeah, Krebs certainly Krebs. sound like crabs. Krebs, Krebs, Krebs Brewing. Uh, uh, there's stuff about here about birth defects and machinery, but uh, that's about it. The, I think the picture's supposed to describe something. Sawyer, can you get something out of that? Other than the gold? Uh, it looks like things are kind of crazy. <laughs> kind of uh, funky, maybe? This reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. I mean, that's that's one way you could put it. That it's funky, but not like the agave nectar in the Sidewinder beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little. We might want to ask our sister podcast, Pot Styles. They might have a better idea. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Uh, let's... There's no such thing. And welcome to the podcast, Prairie Artisan Ales. <laughs> this is the first one we featured. So is there's, it really? Yeah. Wow. All there's right. two new, and we're going to have, I think, two more new ones. So this is an yeah. episode of firsts. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It took us well, to 48. This is the uh, highest alcohol uh, beer we've had. It's a 7.8. Whoa! And it's dry hopped uh, with Simcoe hops, which is why it's the funky old... Simcoe. Hmm. Alrighty. Um, Same gold. Well, this is more of a pale gold, I think. Pale yellow, yeah. Hazy. Mine is super hazy. Very hazy. Uh, And white foamy head. Mm -hmm. I definitely get hops out of it. They're they're a sweeter, fruitier hop. Maybe a little. (laughs) It's not like punch you in the face hops like an IPA. No, no, no. no but comparatively floral. speaking to the first two we had, what, way how, more. I'm what, still what is, smelling a lot of sourness. I, I, I'm not getting a whole lot of hop. I'm not what getting the, hops either. What are the characteristics for uh, Simcoe hops? Simcoe are known as the cat pee hops. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like they're going to be really sharp, really punchy. Okay. That explains ammonia. some of the sourness. I definitely don't get ammonia. So, uh, I, but I do get something sweet. Out of it, that might be the sour. I don't know. Did, did they so? say? There's is no it purely wild. It doesn't say anything on there. I get a little bit of dankness. I mean, not Dank. a whole lot, but a little bit. Okay. Hmm. Right, well, you want? Do you want to smoke? Well, let's open it up. <laughs> oh, you're dropping the bother, Travis. I just, Ooh, that I does gave smell that super hoppy. I had my glass in the wrong hand. Makes me not want to taste it. In my drop hand, <clears throat> it's it. Just a little bit. 
I'm going to chase it with my cheese stick. <laughs> the first taste is with your eyes. I haven't tasted okay, it. Okay, so it's hoppy, it's sour. That's all I get. Oh, there's your description. Yep. From my wife. Citrusy. Unfufu. From Unfufu. This Citrusy, got hoppy, sourness. and sour. Yeah. Varies by style. I'd say this is more sour than the other ones. Really? Yeah, the other ones have been tart. And this one is the first one I think that's on the sour. You know, edge. this one tastes more like a goza to me. Goza's salty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, not really. I don't get saltiness. I don't, I don't either. I, I think salty later when I drink this, but not as not Ooh, as not not that's... as much. But it's like hints. Mm. You're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can't yeah, tell I don't me get that any. I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't get any salt, like it being salty. No, I don't know. I now that you made me think salt, I kind of feel like I'm it's tasting kinda, salt. Right? I, I, I don't it's kind of right? slick on the tongue, like like, like a salt. like salt water might be. So I can see I yeah. can see where you might get that, but yeah. I don't taste any salt. But I get it in the aftertaste though. Yeah, it's slick though. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that's weird. Yeah, mine plays with you. Yeah. I'm see I <laughs> not yeah. getting any hops. I'm not either. I'm getting some citrus and and the the tartness, but I'm not getting any hops. Not the flavor, no. I'm and willing I, to bet that they do uh, Britannomyces as well as uh, something else like lacto. Probably lacto mixture. Because I get the funkiness from the what I assume to be uh, Britannomyces, and then you do get the the defined sourness. A lactic, lactic acid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I you like know, not, the more I taste it, I I do get some saltiness out of it. I like I said, it might be because sorry, I mentioned it. Now my head's playing with me, uh, but I think I kind of get it. Yeah, I don't know. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> anybody so. get a thank you? Anybody get Windex? Windex? Windex. What? No, the? I've, never, Windex I've never on tasted it. Windex. Like the, the the far aftertaste. Maybe pine salt. <laughs> I don't get either that one. That would be from the hops. <laughs> huh. This Okay, I'm the outlier there. Lemon pledge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that dang beer. No, no. Oh, apparently this beer is a, a limited brew. Mr. Um, Superman, no here. <laughs> Housekeeping. <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna name my next kitten Simcoe. <laughs> it makes sense, you know. Yeah, it does. It'd be a calico. Or another tab. Apparently, has a huge amount of Simcoe. Really? Apparently. <laughs> what an interesting thought. I'm just trying to see if I can find what kind of uh, yeast or whatever. I want to uh, pound the crap out of it. No. So I, I will actually poundability I, rating on this <clears> one. <throat> Five. I might go even lower. Yeah, I was thinking like five. I'm going to say six. I think I'm going to say a seven. Travis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably a five-ish because of the sourness makes it more difficult to drink, but it's also fairly light-bodied. It, it is pretty light-bodied, yeah. It has a lot of refreshing notes to it. It's a medium carbonation too. It's a little, a little sharp, like right at the finish. But overall, it's not bad. Yeah, 
I don't dislike it. No, it's not bad. It's I think this is my favorite one so far. The carbonation is just right. It's not super carbonated like the Calabaza uh, uh, Blanca. Uh, I'm sorry, the what? Calabaza Blanca. Calabaza Blanca. Calabaza Blanca. 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 I'm going to slap oh, you upside one. your head. Yeah. I think actually I prefer the, the Jolly Pumpkin to this one. Yes, really? in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like the I like, second one. I like this one. This. I like the flavor. It's it's. I feel like it has more body and flavor to it than it. Than the this one's a little drier too. Maybe a mm. little bit. I tried their uh, Funky Galaxy at the Big Brew, and I did not like that one at all. There was something about it that just I, I couldn't do. It was just funky. Yes, I don't know something. It wasn't out of this world. No, it was also a lot darker, so it had a different base style. Oh, I see what you did there. It's a little late, but thank you. This episode sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, sir. Car's not here. Yeah, well. Anyway, yeah. Final well, thoughts before we move on to the next. I, one? That's my favorite one so far. I, I have to agree with that. Yeah, I like this one too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong, but that's Calabaza <laughs> Blanca for the win and uh, senile. So anyway, that's true. all right, moving on. What's next? Oh, snap. Gosh. What is that you opened up? Jeez. Go ahead and hand the hand, Way to be like bottle over this. five minutes late there, Travis. Oh. oh, that's not a can. That's a bottle. What? Yeah. How did you? That sounded so realistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, next we are welcoming in a new brewery. Oh, really? Not Another only one. to our podcast, but to our state. Mm. Ah. They just started uh, distributing to Texas recently. Nice. And that would be called uh, The Brewery. What's, uh, well, hold on, which one? The the brewery. Well, yeah, we, yeah. Obviously, it's a brewery. Which one? It's the one that makes beer. Yeah, what's it called? It's a, the brewery. The, the brewery. Uh, Travis, I'm not trying to be complicated. I really want to know what it's called. Gonna, we do need one. What's it called? The the, the brewery. The brewery. Oh my God. All right. Well, moving on. I guess <laughs> okay. we'll have to look it up later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this is the brewery, and uh, they are based out of Orange County, California. Uh, California, NIA. Yeah. Woo. And uh, don't California my Texas. The uh, the original the original brewery was founded in 2008. And uh, oh, wow. beer's a lot older than that. Well, no. The original brewery in 2008. Yeah. Some bre- breweries are around a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> the original brewery, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Was brewed in München. Bless you. Bless you. Oh, <laughs> actually, no. This one was in uh, Orange County, California, mm-hmm. and then they opened in 2008, and they got really popular from their wood aged and sour stuff, and so then they opened up a subsidiary company called Brewery Teru. Oh, okay. And so they're they're two different labels. They still produce under both labels, but um, all their sour and wild stuff and experimental things come from this label, Brewery Teru. And this is their Tart of Darkness. We're very excited to uh, welcome in the yeah. brewery. Yeah. yeah the, what a, a waste s- of beer. A sour, <laughs> a, a sour stout. Um, That's Fufu just spilled beer all over her pants. <laughs> this is $18 beer. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, now that's, that's like a dollar. $2 are on my pants. 
I could have put a five in there. <laughs> Jeez. I was switching it around to get more scent. Aroma? Yes. <clears throat> and now two dollars of it are on my pants. Flavor, flavor. <laughs> I might give you the shorts later. No. <laughs> so here's their description on the website. Tartar Darkness is a traditional scout that we used in, uh, that we aged and used oak barrels from the brewery. The, from the parent company that had previously housed beers such as Couvre or Black Tuesday. We then brought them over to Brewery Teru, added our special blend of souring bacteria and wild yeast, and watched nature take its course. The result is a perfectly tart yet awesomely dark and roasty sour stout. So this is very different from anything we've had today. Not a style you will see very often, and in our opinion, not a style we see enough. This unique stout has notes of tart plums, roasted coffee, vanilla, and oak. It is a 6.6% sour stout. Does anybody get coffee from this? The smell? The first taste is with your eyes. Don't get a hell of us. Uh, maybe a little. Uh, very dark color. I can't really see through it. I would I would call this the, the tart of darkness. Dark, it's black. Dark brown. Not really much carbonation. Can't really whip no. a head on There's it. There's a slight... Ring around the outside of it, but it doesn't. I, I can't see through it. That happens on oak aged beers a lot too. Yeah, it's definitely dark. Woo! We do get some oak, yeah, character in the aroma. Very vibrant nose, almost wine like. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got that after I <clears throat> like a really it. really dark wine. I can see that. Get some like chocolate notes. What's but what's the ABV in this one? Six six. Wow. Six. It smells more like alcohol than the prairie artisan. <laughs> Tart of darkness. <sighs> <laughs> I, I kind of get a little bit of uh, dark fruit in it. Yeah. Dark Some fruit. Plums or yeah. berries. Oh, plum. And- mm-hmm. I could see a little bit of like sour notes. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think it's definitely there. But they're certainly mixed in with all the other... Really intense aromas. Yeah, I don't. I don't get the sour. I get more of everything else. I, uh, but it might, it might just be my nose. Well, when when you're mixing dark fruit and tartness, I'm starting to think more like blackberry, raspberry, kind of kind of thing going on. Maybe not as sweet as a blackberry. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Coffee berry. <laughs> That's what I smell. Now there's a coffee I'd like to drink. <laughs> it smells great. It's pretty good. Oh my god, that tastes so good! Now, See, now I get that in the the this, in your cheeks. This is what I wish the Jester King um, sour stout would have been. I know it wasn't supposed to be sour. Oh, the black metal, yeah, farmhouse, yeah. But if you're gonna do a sour stout, yeah, this is what definitely is it? what what I I would aim for. What is that fruit that I can taste? I can't I don't think know. of the you name. Tell me. Plum. I, can't, I can't think of the name. Is plum. it? Plum. I don't know. Okay, this uh, one is sour. Date. The other ones are not dates. sour. This is yes. sour. The 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 dry the uh, dehydrated dates. What are they? Uh, dates. That's is that? What, oh yeah, <laughs> plums. Yeah, dates. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm dumb. This is really sour. Like this is good. It's like a lingering. Sour. This is. Do you like it? Eighteen dollars worth of sour. It was eighteen dollars. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. This what bottle, yeah. Seventeen ninety nine. This tastes yeah, it and tastes you got exactly on your pants. That's yeah, a lot of money. Now I feel fancy. <laughs> fancy pants. 
No, that is good. It's just sour. Goodness gracious. Yeah, mm. yeah. This is definitely that the most sour. sour ones we've had. But it also blends well with the stout notes. Mm-hmm. It's a very thin mouthfeel for a stout. Well, I mean, you can have thinner stouts. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Dry stout. Where did you find this? Um, This one was a Total Wine. Oh, okay. I'm going to pick one up and give it to my dad. I'll confuse so sour. Him. He's I'll, not I'll even going to like it. First. It's okay. I'll drink the rest. It was right next to the lawnmower. Honestly, at the end, I still get <laughs> coffee taste. Really? Yeah. They have a lawnmower mm. with a low coffee? sign on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Some yeah, the, the like... Lowe's lawnmower. Yeah. I, yeah, we saw that yesterday. <laughs> I was like, what yeah. is this doing here? section right next to it. That's where this was. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, good. I mean, good sour flavor. This is my favorite. But it's not overbearing. It, it blends well with the base style, which mm-hmm. is what we're looking for. Uh, this one is also on the characteristic uh, commercial examples as well. We had three from there today, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely the kind of sour, uh, the, like a tart. It's got oh, some yeah. tartness to it's, it. Uh Definitely sticks around. Yeah. It's well, it really is the good. tart of darkness. I love the oak. <laughs> yeah, get some woody notes. Yeah. Some tart of darkness. I get some Buzz Lightyear wow. and some to infinity Slinky, and maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what in the. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm not even going to use a coaster anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is. This is a sipping beer. De- I, I would Definitely. agree with that. You know, so, I, for once I, know, I would agree. I know I said it before, but this is very similar to a wine to me, like a like a a, a really dark sour uh, wine, like a, a petite syrah maybe, because you get a lot of dark fruits and pepper and in, in a petite syrah. Gives me chills. They're so, multiplying. Or a, maybe not as woody as a Malbec. I'm not a wine expert, but it it just the the dark fruit and tartness is very wine like to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wines are barrel aged and have the same kind of. Sometimes can have a pucker. I'm I'm trying to get more into wine. I'm trying to get my wife more into wine. Uh, So we're kind of experiencing that together. You're trying to get more Um, wine into your wife. Yes. Yeah. Careful, she might spill out her pants. Oh! Yeah, this is really good. Definitely my favorite one out of the ones we've had. Yeah, and like we have one too. left, right? Yeah. It, one mo. Yes. And it's this one is, I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this tart of darkness is fantastic, but the next one is I think even better. Even darker. Yeah. Really? Like yeah. more tart? Or yeah. oh, so I would wait, wait, not wait. want to pound this. No, but no. if you had to, two, what would it be? Yeah, like a two, one, two. I actually agree with you guys on this one. Two, <laughs> this is so good. There two, but it's, it's so just sour. it's just tart. And it is. It even though the mouth feels kind of on the lighter side, it's still heavy. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it just it, feels heavy. Every sip I take gives me chills. It's so good. <laughs> it's kind of like the Jacobins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Every time yeah. I take a drink, I just kind of shiver. It's like, oh, it's so mm. good. <laughs> so I can't wait to have an episode first. because I love that beer. Yeah. Thank you for introducing so, me yeah, to me. You're welcome. Beer, yeah, it's yeah. like six dollars for a yeah. bottle, but whatever. It's totally. My wife worth it. didn't know that, but thank you. No. <laughs> so hey, you totally like it? it? I like it. It's a good one. I like this beer. I I I haven't said that in a long time. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I like this beer. Oh, okay. Uh, it, I, no, this is definitely a sipping beer. 
yeah. cannot drink this fast at all. Yeah. But Should I, I do, try it? No. I do okay. like the fact that it has a thinner mouthfeel. That makes it nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. I st- it definitely doesn't remind me of a stout as far as mouthfeel. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But flavors, flavors definitely stout. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, from the, all the darkness in well, it. Well, I don't know. I get more barrel-aged character than I do stout character. And the aroma... Well, in the flavor too. I don't get in the flavor. I get I, in the aroma. I I mean, aside from the sourness, the tartness, obviously, mm-hmm. I get a lot of wood character, some vanilla hints. Yes, um, but I don't get a whole lot of stout out of it. Yeah, I, no, I just get cinnamon. No, no cinnamon. <laughs> Do it, you get cinnamon, Travis? No. <laughs> you said it, not me. No. I didn't. Oh, the uh, <laughs> the. Smell is definitely very deceiving. I expected something completely different. And I can see that. Yeah, yeah once you taste it, it's like, wow. Uh, dates and sourness, tartness, it's really good. It smells, it smells like wine to me. It, yeah, it smells like wine. Yeah. So it smells wine. like coffee to me. It smells like coffee, too. Mm-hmm, like fruity coffee. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pause the podcast so we can enjoy this in peace. Yes. Yeah. So, And then we'll be back with something fantastic. Maybe. <laughs> Cheers until then. <laughs> oh, wait, we're not done. And we're back. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, is the Petite Golden Sour by the Collective Brewing Project. Clean yogurt least? Welcome. <laughs> Definitely not. No. <laughs> um, it says style, petite golden sour. <laughs> Bugs, Britannomyces bruxellensis. And, uh, there's something else after that. I don't know what it is. And Lactobacillus del Bruchi. Batch 1, September 21st, 2015. The original batch? Yeah. The OG? La original. Johann Sebastian? This is 4.5% ABV, <laughs> IBU of one. Whoa. <laughs> so they might have done the same thing as like drop a single hop pellet into. <laughs> Just to say there's hops in yeah. it. It's got a really cool label. What's on the picture? It does. Uh, well, that's a... Just hit the button, Travis. Well, well, you can have Sawyer tell us what's on the label. What is it? Uh, <laughs> looks like a rooster... That is a big cock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's and a it baby says, chick with like a mohawk and well, and it's, rock spice You can duds. see like the skeleton and it says craft beer or death. <laughs> Recycle. It's good Excuse and stuff. Ow. It's yeah. good and stuff. Yeah. Go Texan. You forgot that part. Oh, yeah. It says go Texan. Anyway, so the Collective Brewing Project. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. Which we've been there several times. It's a fantastic place. I love their I love their setup. and that's neat. Lots of good beers. Really nice. They like their sours though. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They don't want you to touch their. Maybe that's why I like them so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't touch their bung. They have a sign and everything. Yeah. You know, the bungs are in the bung holes, so just leave them there. Don't. We just had an earthquake in our studio. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Stand by. We're all okay. All right. Mine is perfectly clear. And golden colored. Mine is but not. I got the first pour, so. I've got. <laughs> What's going on? Stuff in the bottom. 
And it's bottom. bottom. Yeah. Wait, hold on, <laughs> it's hold fairly on, hold on. cloudy. It's cloudy. And uh, well, mine's not. Mine is. <laughs> mine's super cloudy. Yeah. I got I got the bottom of it. Bottom. Sure. Bottom. I got chunks for show. Chunks white out. for me. It is yeah. golden. Petite golden sour. It's yellow. Uh, aroma. Sour. <laughs> <laughs> Petite golden sour. It varies by uh, base style. Oh. Yeah. But the base style is golden sour. <laughs> yeah, plenty sour. Plenty sour. Very sour. This is one of those Warhead beers where just talking about it makes your mouth water. I feel the same way about the Jacobins. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, my God. Wow. What in the... Oh, my. Ah. This definitely... Makes you pucker. See, look, this one doesn't make me pucker as much as the uh, the last one we had the stout, the sour stout. What's wrong with you? Yeah, this one's a lot more sour than the last one. <laughs> the last one, I guess, is just because it was new. Well, here, try uh, the try the top. Tell me if it's any different. Bottom, because I haven't compared the top and the bottom. Bottom. <laughs> we did not check the explicit box. No, I. <laughs> I, I, the last one was still a lot more hmm. puckery than this one, but it's right. I've had this one before, so yeah. that it, it might just be that I'm. Hmm. Now there's there's an interesting story behind this beer. Um, I ended up with a case of it, and these are these are not small bottles. It's the uh, the 500 milliliter yeah bottles, um, 60.9 ounces. Anyway, there was the um, the brewing competition. Right? Was it a Iron Mash? Is that what it was? Yes. I forget which one. Yeah. It was their party. You went to by yourself. Well, yeah, yeah. So we did the Iron Mash competition, and then the, the, the party and the, the awards ceremony was held at Collective, and there was a raffle. You know, you buy tickets, whatever. And I won a case of... This was the, the prize that everybody wanted. I won a case of, of the Petite Golden Sour, and they sell them inside for $10 a bottle. So I won $120 worth of beer. <laughs> For five bucks, how much? Well, whatever the raffle. I, I don't remember how much I spent. Like I want some other stuff too, some grains and and other things. But um, anyway, hey man, you want some grains? <laughs> so I I've been I've eggs. been slowly, you know, I obviously saving some of these bottles. I'm not gonna drink them all at once, but that was several months ago, and I still have, I guess, half the case left. So. Yeah, this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Best thing yeah. I've ever won in my life, I think. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I like this beer. Whoa, that's a... N- no, it's not a bombshell. Sorry. I like this beer. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a really good it's beer. fantastic. Um, like I said, for some reason, this last one was just super sour to me. Uh, super tart, really. Uh, this was not as tart anymore. I remember last time I had it, it was tart. Uh, and, and today I'm not getting that. Not getting that puckering. I'm still getting it. Me too. I, I think the it's more tart than the other one. That's weird. Yeah. So, I'm I mean, getting the opposite. It's weird. I got a lot more barrel character out of the other one than I did tartness. And this one, I think, since it's so light, mm. you just that tartness just hits you in the face. Yeah, it's weird. When I think sour beers, there's two: this one and the Yakimans. Those are the one. Those are my go tos. Yeah, this is probably the best thing that they do. I would say. Pow. That's just how it hits you when you drink it. Pow, pow. pow. Like an old Batman TV show. Yeah. yeah. Pow. Wham. Smack. Like onomatopoeia. Zonk. 
They had some weird ones in there too. Yeah. Kapoing. Kapow. There's a kapow. There's a kapow. Kerplunk. Spalooey. Oh, no, that's something else. Yeah. And wearing a shirt. Yeah. Hey. Is that a melophone? Why a melophone? Yeah. It's the one they had. Oh, God. Anyway, poundability on the petite golden Dude. Never thought I'd be asking. One and a half. <laughs> yeah, never. My poundability rating. <laughs> I'm going to go with a negative one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a negative. It comes out of him and goes back into the glass. <laughs> he tries to drink it. He's like, nope. <laughs> no, it's if you try to pound it. No, no, no. Not today. Yeah, it's probably uh, like two and a half. I'd go with a three or four. Right. This is definitely a sipping beer. Oh yeah, I think the <laughs> oh, last, yeah. the last, pe- the this last one that we had. The sorry, I forget what it's called. Tart of darkness. Tart of darkness. I don't know how I, know how I could forget that. Yeah. The tart of darkness has definitely been the most sip it, sippingest <laughs> kind of beer. Sip, sip it. it. Sip the it. most sippest sip beer. Sip my beer. You sip it good. Sip it. Sip it. Sip, sip it good. good. <laughs> Uh, that's definitely you, the only beer I've ever sipped in my life. Uh, hard really? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because you pounded my my twelve and a half percent barley wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where the, that's what I'm that's saying. Where the drop, drop came from. from. I was pissed. I never sip anything. That then you really don't. <laughs> never mind. Uh, the the tar of darkness is definitely the only one I've ever sipped. Uh, this one I think is fine. It like I said before, the last time I had it, it. It was super tart. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to it's tell you. It's been sitting around for several months. I wonder if... You no, know, it's not dropping. I don't, I don't think it's dropping. Think so. No, it's no, very it's sour. No, it's really not. I don't think it's dropping. Yeah. It's just me. Uh, Maybe I'm just getting used to it, but it's just... No. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No. My, my mm-hmm. tongue was affected by all the habanero and cayenne and serrano yeah, well, peppers. You, did, you didn't even eating. sip Ghost Killer. So. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You pound the crap out of it. Yes. Uh, nothing like sitting around, a couple guys getting pounded. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kirk. <clears throat> we miss you. <laughs> any other comments on the uh, on this one or any sours? Actually, I like this beer. <laughs> I can't wait for the Jacobins. Yeah, that's that'll, gonna, that'll that's gonna be, be a good episode. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this I, I would recommend. Uh, out of these five, uh, definitely the Berry Tarot and the Tart of Darkness, and then and the uh, uh, Jolly Petit. Pumpkin, and the the Jolly Pumpkin. Yeah, that was good. And this uh, the Petit Golden Sour. I'd say the Petit Golden Sour and the and the uh, the Tart of Darkness are at the top for me with yeah. the uh, the Jolly Pumpkin close behind. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Right, well, so we don't have a homebrew example. Uh, technically, my, we do. My Berliner Weiss? It's a, I mean, it's not it's the not same wild, style, but it's, it's not a, a wild fermentation. Yeah, it's, it doesn't unless match you, the style, but it is a homebrew. Unless sour. you really want to, you know, pull off of that Carlarossi jug that's still open <laughs> in the garage. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I do. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> I'll go smell it after we close it, and then if it's. Worth it, then we'll open the episode again. <laughs> we'll do like a, a mini. Welcome to episode 48.5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the mixed fermentation sour beer. Join us next week for a not-so-common episode about the California common. Ah! Cheers until then. <laughs> okay, bye! <laughs>